members of the OG army. Get those wallets unfolded. Coming up next on the other ground live stage, prepare for an eargasm by Passive J and Big Dalton. Well, good afternoon and welcome to yet another edition of Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Big Dalton over there. Say hello, Ryan. Ladies and gentlemen, it is July the 9th. It is a Thursday, which should be a Friday. Jay, why is it not Friday? Tell me now. <laughs> because the laws of time and space do not bend at your whim. We still got to do a whole nother day of that. Actually, I, obviously, I have to do way more of that because I work weekends and pretty much every fucking day in the summer. But it pays the bills. So how'd your day go over there, Ryan? Um, I'm surprised I made it here on time, but, uh, yeah, it's one of those days. Oh, Jesus. I see the OG armies forming up in the chat box. Always glad to see you guys here. Uh, we have a couple topics. We have a couple things. Who knows? We might even have a debate or two. Uh, what you got, Ryan? Well, I think the big news of the day, uh, did you see that the Supreme Court has ruled that roughly half of Oklahoma is an Indian reservation? <laughs> I strongly disagree about that being the big news of the day but yes that is a big one uh that happened just recently i it must have happened within within the last couple hours because i didn't see anything on the og about it for most of the day uh i think it's been most of today i think it was probably around noon or so that i, huh. that I first saw it come out but then yeah again, so basically basically what it is right is roughly half of oklahoma is considered reservation it doesn't actually change anything as far as like ownership of land or anything like that but basically what it does is it makes it to where uh, Native Americans can't be arrested for committing crimes in those areas, which is now roughly half the state and pretty much all of Tulsa, like the second largest city in the state. Um, wait, is he, they can't be arrested. How does that work? <laughs> they can't be charged because it is reservation, which means they fall under Native American law. Um, does like, uh, I'm, I'm, I apologize. I don't have a lot of knowledge on this topic. Do Indian reservations normally have their own police then? Yeah, they have kind of a reservation, like entire kind of legal system. Okay. Uh, does that mean suddenly, uh, they're going to expand that quite a bit or is this basically just, you know, um, appeasing, uh, someone's ego or whatever you want to call it or, uh, without actually changing anything? So basically what this did is this was a, a case that made it all the way to the Supreme Court of someone that got arrested um, and basically said that, hey, this is on tribal land. Like, I'm not subject to your law. That seems odd. Okay. <laughs> but that's really, I, I mean, that's what it is. <laughs> They, okay. have, uh, they have their ability to like operate as a sovereign nation. Hmm. So technically, yes, they could work with like Oklahoma, like, you know, police officers or legal system, but yeah, they're under no real obligation to do that. Um, yeah. So this is, it's a very interesting thing. Wow. I'm kind of stunned. So I'm kind of speechless. I don't really, uh, <laughs> You know, uh, I don't really, I can't really com comprehend how that's actually going to work out in the future. Um, you said nothing's really going to change as far as ownership, though, goes, but I, I, I can't imagine where there's going to be a whole bunch of Indians going on a crime spree or anything like that, but that's basically what they just said they could do. Well, to a certain part. So once you get into like federal law, then they still kind of fall under that, but they mm. wouldn't fall under like state law. Weird. <laughs> Um, yeah, I guess I'll have to do some research on that and read and read the articles and stuff because I don't really, you know, have anything to comment on that other than it kind of just blows my mind. And that was the Supreme Court then, so that's that's the end of it at this point. Yeah, so this is this is the way it is. Um, and to Fatty's question in the chat, so yes, this technically only applies to tribal citizens. Anybody outside of that, they're still under the laws of the state. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense then. <laughs> and a kind of weird thing. Um, I wonder how many uh, tribal official tribal people were left out there. 
Uh, quite a few. Oklahoma has quite a bit of, of, of a Native American population. Hmm. Interesting. I've never been out in the western area. I'd like to go sometime. Apparently, there's some really interesting things to see. Um, and I've always wondered if I'd like the desert climate as well. Dude, it's Oklahoma. It's not really desert or the west. Yeah, well, that, that's true. It's well, I don't know. East of I, Texas. Well, I, I was in Oklahoma for my basic Plus, training. Northeast and it's, of uh, Texas. Yeah, you're right. I guess Oklahoma isn't really a deserty. It's a more of like fields of grain. Or actually, when I was in there, it was fields of fucking nothing. Yeah. Now that I think about it, I, I used to make jokes about it. You know, you know what uh, Oklahoma's state bird is? I have no clue. I lived there for a while, and I could not be asked it, to figure that out. Exactly. It's air. <laughs> Their state bird is fucking air. There's nothing in Oklahoma. You can stand on one side of Oklahoma and see the other side of fucking Oklahoma. Not because it's a small state, because it's completely fucking flat with nothing in it. That's the majority of the Midwest, Jay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, oh, I, the, I, I didn't drive uh, from Oklahoma to Detroit. Uh, this is when I was in the Army. They flew me there. Uh, I did take a bus back because I, I, interesting note, when you, you join the army, they fly you to your basic training. If you get kicked out, you take a fucking bus home. Uh, it, the, the bus took about four days, I think, because it stopped every fucking time uh, someone farted. Uh, it, uh, it had a million stops. I have no clue how many actually, but it took a long, long time. Yeah, that would not be a fun, a fun bus ride. Like I know just like drives themselves. So so I moved from Iowa to Colorado. That's not a terrible drive, but it sucks because you have to drive across Nebraska and it is mm. literally nothing. <laughs> yeah. And once you get about halfway into Nebraska, you can start seeing the mountains in Colorado. And they like so never get closer. So it seems like you're driving for like three days until you get there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can, I can imagine. I we didn't get close enough to see the mountains, but uh, when we drove to Omaha, but the the entire fucking uh, hour after hour, day after day, of fucking nothing got very wearing. We're it wore on you after quite a while. Well, it's just because it's so flat and like the cities are few and far between, and it's just it sucks. And then I moved from Colorado to Oklahoma. That drive really sucked because you go from like this awesome scenery. It just progressively gets worse as you go. And that was a long fucking drive, too. That was, yeah, that was not fun. And then Oklahoma to Connecticut, also not super fun, because you have to drive through, like, parts of, like, Ohio and Indiana, and they're pretty much wasted states anyway. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they make people make jokes about flyover states and be mean about it, but there is some states that there's just a lot, a lot into it. Now, Ohio, if they do end up renaming Columbus to Flavortown, I am so <laughs> taking a trip there. <laughs> yeah, I would be all about that. That would be funny shit. I don't know. I don't. Obviously, I don't think they're going to do that shit, but. Uh... You never know. Uh, they should. Like, it would up their tourism like several thousand percent because who's going to Columbus right now? Um, fuck. <laughs> Actually, I drove to Columbus once. Uh, strangely enough, it was for a, uh, a uh, um, car meet. <laughs> Excuse me. Back when I owned a Chevy Cobalt, uh, which uh, obviously is just a shipbox car, but as, as I think I've mentioned before, they had like a. Uh, sporty model that was supercharged and you could uh, do all kinds of things to modify it and shit like that and there was a national car club uh, for it uh, it was an internet uh, thing uh cobalt ss.com uh, was the uh, name of the uh, website i was actually a moderator on it for one point it was a big ass website it's bigger than the fucking og is now uh and they had a national car meet for them in Columbus, Ohio, of all things. And since that's close enough uh, to Michigan for me to drive, I did so. And it was like a four or five hour drive or some shit like that. But we had like 90 or 100 and 120 fucking. We did it twice, actually, now that I think about it. But you had 120 fucking Chevy Cobalts show up for a car meet in different spots. It's it's funny because it's not, you know, a cool car at all. But it, so it had to have been fucking weird for the uh, um just random people that that saw us meeting up for it because one time was in a it was in a park and we took up like a shitload of their parking spots i park people weren't actually too happy about it <laughs> but it was a good time but columbus didn't strike me as like a like a horrible city or anything like that it seemed like just like any other uh city i've ever been in 
Yeah, I can't say that I ever remember being in in that city. I know I've been through Ohio. Um, But speaking of odd performance cars, did you hear about this Ford Focus that uh, got ticketed for going 436 miles an hour? Yeah, it wasn't even an ST. That's really fucking impressive. (laughs) Oh, oh, excuse me. I've got to put the dog down. Yeah, I... uh, Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. The dog needed to get down. Yeah, I'm going to guess that was a mistake. Yeah, it was in Italy. It was uh, one of those uh, speed cameras. Mm -hmm. And apparently it just freaked out and for some reason logged it as 703 kilometers an hour, which is roughly 436 miles per hour. Right. Well, well, the fun part is they went ahead and sent her the ticket. Right. Yeah. So that, that, that part's super fun. How would you handle that, Jay? One of these days oh, you're sitting at home and all of a sudden you get a ticket in the mail saying your little fiesta was going, you know, 300 miles an hour. Um, probably the same way, uh, as I handled it when I got a ticket from New York claiming that I, I crossed a toll bridge with my Jeep. <laughs> you know, this is like a, about a year ago in the middle of the winter. And, and I've never been in the state of New York, much less the city of New York. So that was an interesting phone call. Uh, you know, they, they claimed that they had, you know, video evidence of it. They, you know, cause it, as you drive by, they could take a picture of your plate. So the first thing I did was make sure I, the plate was still in my fucking car, which it was. Uh, so, uh, they, you know, they were like, Oh yeah, we have video evidence. I'm like, well, could you possibly take a look at it? Cause, uh, I'm, I'm driving a Jeep, uh, fucking, you know, uh, ring, uh, not a Wrangler, a Jeep renegade. She goes, Oh, well, this picture doesn't look like a Jeep. Uh, I'm like, well, I will say the renegade doesn't look like a Jeep either. It, look, it looks like a little small SUV. Does that look like a little small S? No, it's a car. I'm like, okay, well then clearly a mistake has been made here. Uh, and they ended up getting rid of the ticket and shit like that. But it was amazing. You know, once we were speaking about the facial recognition uh, software, not always being awesome. Apparently plate reading software is not always that awesome either. Cause that's what it did. It read the plate and then sent me a ticket cause it thought it was my plate. And you didn't just blindly pay it? What's wrong with you, Jay? <laughs> well, I had to sit there and think about it. I'm like, have I ever been to New York? Do I run tolls in New York? Is that what I do? No, I don't think I do that. I don't think I've ever been there. So I'm, I think I'm going to go ahead and fight this shit. Oh, yeah, so I had a good did they just Did they just get the state wrong? Or like, what was it? That's that's possible too, but Sly had an idea. He said somebody might have made a paper license plate and you know, put it over there. It's because they intended to do this kind of shit, and it just happened to be my number. You never know. Oh, he said a whole, bu- whole bunch of people did it in California. Uh, now they don't give tickets for cameras. Well, maybe they need to do that in New York, too, because that was some bullshit. I don't know. I, it was one of those things where I knew it wasn't going to come to anything, so I was more amused than anything else. I'm like, I'm pretty sure I can beat this shit. So, well, you know, and then that's how the call went down. They weren't they weren't whole, horrible about it. Uh, they start off disbelieving because they have people call to dispute their shit all the fucking time, I would imagine. But I, I had a pretty good excuse of never being within three states of their state at any time. Did you hear uh, the guy in Arizona, and this has been a few years back, um, that his way of getting around it was he wore a mask in his car every single day and racked up like 100 speeding tickets. And the state ended up actually having to make it illegal to wear a mask in your car. Oh, shit. I wonder if they still have that law on the books. <laughs> well, this was like a Halloween-type, like decorative, stupid mask to, you know, make sure they right, can see right. your face. And... Even with now, like, you sh- probably shouldn't be wearing a-, a mask in your car anyway, unless you are, like, carpooled with a bunch of people, because otherwise, what are you doing? Protecting yourself from yourself? Right, exactly. It's, uh, yeah, well, some people, I mean, I- I've caught myself wearing it, uh, um, and just not realize it, because, you know, you get in the car, uh, not that often, because they are fairly uncomfortable, but I went down the road a mile, too, and, oh, shit, I can take this off. Good job, Jay. But yeah, I guess I could see that with you wearing, having to wear that goddamn thing as much as you do. I'm sure you mm-hmm. just forget it's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't think you will, but after wearing it for fucking 12 hours, <laughs> you know, uh, but it's always on my days off because when I get off of work, that's the very first, first fucking thing I do. I don't even make it to my car. That thing's off when I'm two steps out of the door. Um, but, uh, oh, I will uh, like to address something since we're talking about it. I'm blocking motherfuckers left and right. Uh, they try, what, what is happening here is they, change their name and try to come back in, which is why you keep on seeing all these people join the live cast, but they can't actually join. <laughs> so his new idea is to just change his name into something, uh, 
what that he thinks is amusing and try to log in a whole bunch of different times. But I can go ahead and ignore that motherfucker. It's working out great so far. Well, so let's actually address this. And it's uh-huh. not people, it's one person. And to yeah, have might... and to yeah. have literally dozens and dozens and dozens of accounts on Podbean. Like how much of a sociopathic loser sitting in a basement do you have to be to do that? Yeah, I, I don't really understand it. I don't why don't I don't know why he decided to to uh start fucking around and you know but i'm not going to let him ruin the quality of the show for the people that do enjoy it some people come here just for the chat box and uh, i'm not going to let him fuck that shit up for him so um so i uh, i am going to block anybody that even has a sense of being a, a bad person uh or not being who, who they say they are like some people it's easy and it's easy to check so you know, like uh, all i have to do is look at their profile for half a second it's not like it's a fucking riddle so they can even impersonate somebody else and i know know who they are so I'm assuming he'll get tired of that bullshit after a while. Blocking something takes me a half a fucking second. Yeah, he just wants attention, and it's kind of sad. Like, honestly, yeah. whatever's going on in your life for us, like, I hope you get it figured out. Because right now, like, you are a sad, sad individual. And, like, I honestly do hope you find something to, like, make you not as broken. Yeah, but dude, in other news... Fu- yeah. Dude, it's... I get fucking fucked with all day on the fucking internet. That's not a big deal to me. I just, I, I you know what? I'm in, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because I thought he was a cool dude. So that's the only reason it bothers me is because I misjudged someone completely. Uh, oh, well, fuck him. Right, on I, to I, other news. I thought he was a sane individual and that's where it's broken. I, there's legit something wrong with that guy and I hope he gets it figured out. Speaking of getting no. things figured out. Mm-hmm. So we have been talking about all the fun stuff going on in Russia uh, the newest thing there is they're proposing easing laws around corruption. Oh. Because sometimes corruption just can't be avoided and you shouldn't be punished in those cases. Hmm. That is a very interesting statement. Uh, I would love to meet the lawyer who wrote that shit up. Um, obviously, it's a ploy to let the government do whatever the fuck they want, I assume. Sorry. It just forced me to restart. What were you saying, Joe? Oh, no, I, I was going to say that must have been a hell of a lawyer who wrote that shit up. I'm assuming it's just uh, something to uh, uh, allow the government to do whatever the fuck they want, want with less uh, repercussions. Yeah, it's just saying, so the proposed rule um, says officials and public figures would be exempt if objective circumstances made it impossible for them to not be corrupt. Oh, well... That once again, that must have been a hell of a lawyer who wrote that shit up. So basically, they're saying, you know, it's not their fault that they're corrupt. It's because of the situation they're in. They, they were, they're forced to be, take those bribes. Exactly. Oh. Shit. Yeah, Russia's, okay. Russians are becoming very, very interesting lately. Yeah, yeah. As we mentioned before, I sure as fuck wouldn't want to live there, but it does come become an interesting place because of all this shit. I mean, it, Russia videos are uh, just by themselves are a thing of... Uh, unique beauty i guess because apparently because of all the corruption and all this fucked up government most russians just don't seem to give a fuck about anything well it's a hard life over there like just if nothing else the weather like imagine fucking winter in russia yeah yeah i mean russia is such a big place i assume there's like more southern climates and stuff but when you know you when you think cold weather and shitty places siberia is the first thing you fucking think of I wonder if they still send people there because I know that was oh, used to be an old Russian thing to do. Uh, if uh, you got in trouble with the government, like of a political nature, they would just snatch you up and send you to a work camp in Siberia. I think they just kill you now, or you, know, <laughs> you you commit suicide now. Uh, man, those poor people. That just sucks. <sighs> what else you got, boss? Yeah, that, <laughs> that whole thing where you fall down and accidentally shoot yourself several times in the back. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He shot himself with a shotgun twice. So in great troll news, hmm. uh, I'm sure you've seen, you've seen this one that uh, New York City painted Black Lives Matter right in front of Trump Tower. Yeah, yeah. yeah I heard something about that. Um, okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel two ways about that. I understand they're trying to get their message out, but I mean, do you like that they painted out just on the street or something? Yeah, it's just a mural on the street, kind of like the same thing they did in like D.C. and some other places. It's just, of course, New York City did take the troll angle and put it 
obviously at that location for a reason as opposed right. to just, you know, some random street. Yeah, um, I don't know. It's just it's getting kind of silly. Would be my uh, thing. I, they made it. They made their point. You know, uh, and you know what I saw the oh on a related note. Sorry, I'm uh, thinking about something. Uh, speaking of vandalism, did you see that thing about uh, in Vancouver? I think it was up in Canada. No, what happened in Vancouver? Uh, well, they had like a rainbow uh, crosswalk, you know, uh, for, you know, to support you know gay rights and all that good stuff. And they're currently looking for a suspect because it was vandalized. You know how, how it was vandalized? vandalized? Oh, well, someone put a tire mark across it. <laughs> you so, know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's, you can tell just by looking at it, it's, it's, it's not a straight tire mark. It's a curving one. So someone was coming around a corner, you know, that corner there and fucking was too hot with it. Yeah, but they're serious. They're asking for the public's help because they consider, they think it might be a hate crime. No, it's just somebody either just kind of joyriding around in their car having a fun time or somebody that just doesn't know how to drive. Yeah, there's no way. That's, uh, you know, fucking... uh, (laughs) I read that. I was like, really? Uh, I just fucking... It just amazed me that someone could possibly think that that's going to be a hate crime and shit. Yeah, that that is just absolutely ridiculous. But speaking of Canada... Did you hear about this female Mountie that was getting in trouble for groping a fellow officer? What? Yeah. Normally normally that's the other way around. Well, okay, that's surprising right there. Okay, first off, I'm surprised that they still actually have fucking Mounties. Uh, Two, I'm surprised that there's a female Mountie. And three, I'm just amazed that she's the one doing the groping. Uh, Canada must be very progressive. Yeah, she she fondled the genitals of one of her fellow constables. Oh my. And then was also making inappropriate sexual comments. She hmm. lost 20 days of pay and 10 vacation days, but was not fired. Oh. Well, okay. Uh that seems kind of unfair cuz if not if a male had done that to a female, not only would be fired, there most likely be criminal charges. Yeah, more than likely, especially in Canada like that. Stuff doesn't really fly there, I don't think. No, uh-uh. So, I don't know. Um, that's kind of fucking weird. Uh, I don't really have much else to say to that, just because that just seems unfair. Uh, it's, well, well, the one time we need fucking Uncle Canada, he's not here to talk about it, huh? I know, right? Well, I mean, maybe he was the one that was getting groped. <laughs> maybe he's under an NDA now. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Uncle Canada, did you see that shit with uh, uh, Pat? Oh, the second DUI? Yeah. Unfortunately to say, uh, guest, uh, past guest of our show, Pat Militich, uh, picked up his second DUI a couple days ago, um, which can never be good, obviously. Apparently he has a problem about it that we were unaware of. Well, yeah, it's the second over the course of what, like a year, year and a half? I don't remember the time frame, but it's I relatively think, recent. I think about two years because he said two something years. about that he'd been two years sober uh, or something like that. Um, I mean, if nothing else, so at least his story behind it isn't quite as bad. So he was drunk and he was driving. So yes, that was fucking terrible. But then he realized he was fucking up, pulled over and went to sleep. And then got, you know, pulled Well, didn't get pulled over, but the cops found him and charged him, I guess. Uh, Yeah, that was his story. I don't know what like the official story is, but I don't see any reason why he would lie about it. So I'm guessing that's what happened. Yeah, um, the, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to think uh, or talk bad about the gentleman, but his statement with, while, while being an apology was so chock full of excuses, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, I did that, but here's why it's not my fault, you know, um, and I just might be the way I was reading it, but, uh, it's unfortunate no matter which way you look at it. Uh, a lot of people look up to that dude and, and, uh, shit, he's got a charity fight coming up here at some point. Yeah, that can't be can't be any good for that. Like you're drinking and getting fucked up, like when you should be training for a fight, like that might not go the best. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, according to him that was like the first time in a long time or something like that. But when it comes to addictions, you can't really believe what people say. I mean, you got to take everything for a grain of salt. Yeah, it's, I, yeah, it's one of those things. Like, it, there's no reason not to believe what he said. So let's go with that. 
Right, exactly. Yeah, who are we to judge the guy here? We've all got our own problems. I have zero problems, Jay. <laughs> okay, Mr. I'm still fucking in pain and getting like three hours of sleep a night. Uh, it's not getting any better? I mean, uh, I, I imagine you're bruised up pretty good at this point, huh? Yeah, I mean, it's not as bad. Every day it gets a little bit better. So, I mean, it is what it is. I still get a few hours of sleep. It's enough to function. Just can't really, like, work out or anything, which is more irritating than anything else. So we're good. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah we we spoke about that and how uh, fucking annoying it is to uh, not be able to uh, work out when you want to. Um, I've been talking to other people about their various workout things, and this entire pandemic thing sucks for a lot of people because most people aren't used to working out at home. Uh, it's apparently we're the minority. Uh, most people want to go to their gyms, especially if they do shit like cardio and uh, and anything anything but basically fucking push-ups and sit-ups in their house. Uh, it was it's, it's amazing how quickly it goes south, especially if you're an older gentleman. Um, the one of the managers at my work uh, uh, is a guy like in his sixties, and but he's always looked fucking buff because he worked out seven fucking days a week, an hour a day. He didn't do like heavy weights and shit like that, but he'd do curls and this and that and the other. Um, and uh, you know he looked amazing when I saw him like uh, three or four or five years ago when he was like in his late fifties um, at the pool for a company uh, appreciation day. Fucking uh, he still had a fucking six pack and shit. Uh, th but then I saw him um, this March, uh, this June when we all came back to work and he hasn't been able to work out like he wants to for like four or five or six months almost. And he looks like fucking shit. <laughs> I'm like, holy God damn dude. It doesn't take long when you're old to have it all go away. Well, and it's just part of really kind of the way things go, right? So, like, I put on, like, 30 pounds with the whole fucking pandemic thing. So I, yeah, yeah. I was dealing with some back stuff, so I couldn't work out the way I normally would. Second of all, pandemic, so I just basically ordered all of my food because, fuck it, why not? Might as well try to, you know, help support some of the local places. Right, also, right. It's like, holy shit, I got fat. That's not cool. Yeah, yeah, but you were still doing some fairly, fairly serious workouts. It's just... uh you know, you weren't able to, uh, you just didn't adjust your calorie intake to the fact that you were, uh, eating shit uh, or eating shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but I guess you said, uh, um, but I guess you said that, uh, you were also not able to work out in various ways because uh, of your back injury as well. Do you think that made a pretty uh, big difference in like, uh, the, the calories you burn and shit like that? Oh, absolutely. Like you go from fucking burning, you know, several thousand calories over the course of a workout to not being able to do like half of that. Like, yeah, that's going to completely screw you up because your body's used to taking in a certain amount a day, knowing that you're going to burn through it. And then all of a sudden it's just being stored. That's, that's never good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, and just when you're getting, you said, just when you were trying to focus on that to get rid of it was when you had your accident. So now you're fucked all over again. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I, I think I'm just meant to be like in a wheelchair at some point. Oh, geez, don't say that. That's supposed to be my line. <laughs> no, you'll just flat out die. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but no, I think you know. Everyone says that. I, I think I'm going to be fine. I'm going to. I'm going to buck the odds. Uh, there's no way I'm kicking out of here early. Um, I realize that's not what my family history has shown, but I'm going to break the trend. God damn it. Ah, shit. What else you got, dude? Um, not a lot else. Uh, did you see also that, uh, China has passed a kind of a crazy law too? Oh, what's that? So any company that has any sort of business in China, these Chinese laws will now require them to disclose all of their cybersecurity, like preparations and network network information even for their locations outside of china really um i that's gonna affect a whole bunch of businesses i would assume yeah i don't think it's actually going to work like who's going to actually let china poke around in their shit outside of china right uh, right but, but they're trying to say it's all like you know security related and it, it won't be anything political or anything like that but mm. who really buys that one yeah, yeah, you can't trust China with shit like that. Uh, one of my favorite episodes of uh, Top Gear. Are you familiar? I think you're familiar with that series, I assume, right? I never watched much of it, but yeah, I knew what it was. Right, one of my favorite uh, 
uh, episodes they ever did was they went to China and basically just pointed out all the cars that the Chinese ripped off from other car companies because they don't pay any attention to copyrights and shit over there. So there's a whole bunch of cars driving around that look like other cars. Uh, so there is not a chance in hell that you would, I would let China into any kind of private information of any importance at all. They obviously can't be trusted. No, not at all. And did we talk about the other law that they had passed? What was that? Where they basically made it to where it's illegal to um, basically talk ill of like the Chinese government to anyone anywhere in the world. Really? That's uh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that uh, that is going really. When did that happen? Uh, that's actually been relatively recent, and a lot of it had to do like with all the backlash from the Hong Kong things. But uh, yeah, they are they are going to the point where they're trying to like get people like extradited back to China, like people that are off, like going to college places if they make tweets against like the Chinese rule, like wow. all sorts of crazy shit like that. But yeah, their laws specifically worded like anyone in the world, like you know, disagreeing with the Chinese government, like that shit's illegal. God damn, dude. Fucking, I am so glad I, I live in America. It has its problems, but holy shit, the, uh, the other options aren't a lot, aren't, or fucking shitty. I mean, I'm sure that obviously there's a lot of countries out there better than China, but man, because yeah, you don't want to go visit China now, because if you said anything crazy, like on any social media or anything else, they're like, going to get you say they don't. Yeah. Who's to say they don't just keep you there in a fucking box. Yeah, I mean, do you you realize we beat the odds just by being born? Because the odds are you're going to be born Chinese. <laughs> Anything else is a, is like a buck in the odds, so to speak. Uh, no, uh, not really. Man. There's also India. Like you're. Yeah, that's true too. But but like China's got more than highest India. odds, and then us. Like we we aren't really bucking the odds that much. Like <laughs> really bucking the odds is like being what like Chilean. Oh, is the. I don't know. Is Chilean a pretty small, uh, small population altogether? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, oh, I saw. Okay, I see what you're saying, though. Yes, very true. Oh, let's see. Turns out I have stuff too. We already, already talked about the rainbow uh, tire marks. Uh, I saw this the other day, and I, I forgot to bring it up. Did you see that? Uh, since we're talking about China, uh, Trump is considering a ban on TikTok. Yeah, so uh, India has already done that, uh, along with a whole bunch of other Chinese apps. Yeah. Because pretty much all of them are probably mining your data. Well, yeah, I would imagine so, but that's not why Trump wants to to, uh, to uh, block it. He wants to block it as retribution on China. <laughs> well, yeah, he wants to do it because there was a bunch of people that got together on TikTok, and they were one of the reasons that the Tulsa rally got so many reservations for tickets. Yeah, that people you know weren't going to show up for anyway. So yeah, I'm sure he was kind of pissed about that, but it may be a good idea to do anyway. Like it's probably not a good idea to have that app on anything that you have personal information on. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Um, but it was just funny that the way that Trump worded it, you know, basically he wasn't talking about any kind of security concerns about uh, them worried about getting information. You know, he just, it was just, you know, in retribution for the, uh, for the Chinese releasing the, uh, or the way they handled the entire coronavirus thing. Yeah, that, that how you make that leap, I, I don't know how that is a is a thing at all. Right. Well, I don't know. I think the Chinese uh, handled it poorly as far as letting other people know about it. That they uh, should have uh, let the other countries know about it way before they did. It would have spread a lot less. But the entire I don't the entire theory that they did it on purpose or anything like that I think is ridiculous. Um, well, even that. How do you how you jump from that to banning TikTok? Like yes. What. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like I said, it's retaliatory. He even said that as punishment for for them doing that, he should ban TikTok. Because I assume it makes China a whole bunch of money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it makes them a shit ton of money. Um, One other thing that does make China money is they're really, they're amping up uh, production of anti-China memorabilia to be sold (laughs) in India. (laughs) You got to respect that. You got to respect the chase for the dollar. That's pretty fucking impressive. They'll still produce anything you fucking want as long as they're getting paid for it. So I don't know. Maybe I should start make start making passive J sucks t-shirts. <laughs> I could probably make them a lot of money like that. 
fucking you know, like <laughs> no maybe not though yeah um, i don't think people hate you that much to actually pay for it jay yep except for sly apparently yeah see sly will buy 10 of those <laughs> okay sly i see how you are um, it's okay. Get, He'll also buy ten. I love passive J shirts, and then he can just wear them according to ner to his mood. Right. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, let's see what else do I got today. Look, let me look at my notes. Um, did you see that employees inside Ford have uh, started a petition to try to ask the Ford company, motor, com motor company, to stop making police cars? Like that's just so fucking stupid. Yeah, let's just shoot ourselves in the foot. Like cops need cars. The Crown Vic has been the police car for like 80 years. Like, why would you stop? Yeah, and that's what the CEO said. No, we're not going to go ahead and stop. <laughs> Which is makes sense because, you know, they make a lot, of, a lot of money on that. Hold on a second, I'm typing something. <laughs> this is really professional. <laughs> well, and while you're doing that, so did you hear, we finally have like the reverse mask freakout case. What do you mean? There was, a, there was a security guard in California that shot someone for not wearing a mask as opposed to a non-mask wearing person shooting a security guard. Really? I mean, don't get me wrong. I, uh, I, you know, I appreciate the uh, guy doing his job, but fucking, uh, that seems a little excessive just not for uh, wearing a mask. Yeah, sadly, I don't have a bunch of detail on that one. I just kind of saw the headline, so I'm sure the person like tried to like physically confront the the guard or whatever. But yep, security guard shot someone for not wearing a mask. Wow. Let's see what Tenor thinks about that. What do you think about that, boss? And welcome to the show. That was a uh, white claw in solidarity with. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, what, what happened to fucking Dalton doing that to begin every show? I missed that. So my noise <laughs> gate up, doesn't fella? catch it anymore. Oh, right on. Oh, How you been, Tenor, man? I'm good, man. I'm I'm on spotty campground Wi-Fi, so if I start cutting out, please let me know. Oh, yeah, certainly. Wow, off camping, right. huh? Yeah, I'm off camping, and it is hot as balls in upstate New York. I, I'm sure it's hot where you guys are at. It's like 97 fucking degrees right now. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, fucking stupid hot over here too. And my normally my window air conditioners, I, I don't have central air. I have two, a couple window air conditioners in the house. It's small. It normally does it. Not fucking today. The front of the house is nice and cool. Where I'm back here doing the broadcast, it's hot as fuck. I mean, I'm sitting here in my underwear at this point. It's that's that's how hot it is. Um, but I uh, certainly would. I'm, I'm I'm in my underwear in the middle of the campground with my beer gut out, drinking a white claw right now. So fuck them. <laughs> It's okay. I'm I'm fully nude, but I'm inside the house, and it's a nice sixty-five degrees. Oh, oh God! Are you are you, I, are you are you are you masturbating while simultaneously uh, eating a bowl of red Jello? No, but that is that is absolutely on the calendar for later. Shit. So uh, wh where you where are you at? I mean, if you can tell us a little bit more, where are you at camping? <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I asked where where you camping at. Oh, uh, you said I'm upstate in up New York. Uh oh. No. Oh no. Hello, well, it was at? a good call while it lasted. Yeah, I can hear you perfectly, dude. Can you hear me? I, yeah. No, I'm losing you guys. I now I just turned the Wi-Fi off, so maybe that's a little better. Can you still hear me then? Oh yeah, I can hear yep. you, sir. Yep. So All where right, are you camping cool. at? All right. So I'm just in a little campground in upstate New York, right on the lake. Uh, you know, I've got I got my kids. I got the dogs, both dogs. Um, the wife, the camper, the bicycles, the whole nine, man. I'm doing the whole, you know, family truck, pea green family truckster, if you know what I mean. Wow. Nice. <laughs> how long are you, how long are you up there for? It's just four days doing four days here. Um, and then I've got another four days scheduled in August and then I'll probably do another four or five in later August. So I, I, we try to get 15 or 20 days a year out of the camper. Um, I don't have a, a seasonal pass where I just park the thing and can go whenever I want. So it's kind of tough. Right. You got to plan things. And people nowadays, man, if you're not on it, like anybody who, who camps or has an RV or anything can tell you, if you're not on it in like January, February, March, man, shit just dries up in campgrounds and you just got to piece stuff together. 
Hmm. Okay. How big is your camper? It's uh, 32 feet. It's a. Uh, it's made by Winnebago, who are, are pretty. They're known for making RVs, but this is a travel trailer, so I I tow it behind my truck. Okay. Uh, it's got one slide out. Got bunk beds, a full queen size bed, and a separate bedroom. I mean, it's not camping. It, it's glamping. Um, right. <laughs> it's, it's it's full central air. If I go inside right now, like I'm sweating so bad right now in my tidy whities out here. But if I if I go inside right now, it's probably a cool and comfortable 68 degrees in there. Nice. Yeah, we looked at the, that kind of thing too because we found that the, out that uh, can't, those sort of things are way less expensive if they don't have a motor in them. Um, but of course, then you need something to, to pull it behind you as well. Um, yeah, they are. It was still, they're it was little, still they're probably. Thir- it was still probably thirty fucking grand, Jay. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah those things aren't talk- cheap. No, but you're talking the difference between thirty grand and like a hundred grand. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, and recently, I don't know. I want to. I don't know if you guys ever get go down the rabbit hole on Amazon and you get into something, and all of a sudden you start buying oh, yeah. everything on Amazon for what you're about to get into. I'm sure you do that, Jay. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh shit! But, all but, the time. I, you know. I, so. For, you, you guys, you guys know that I'm a mountain biker. I got, I recently got into like gravel bikes, and, stuff. and for three years I've wanted to start bike packing. And if you know what bike packing is, it's basically it, it's like hiking but with your bike. You're you're riding your bike and you're camping off off of your bike. So there's all these crazy brazons where you can hook uh, bags up to your bike and just take. And I'm hmm. talking a like pedal bike. Take your pedal bike out right. and go camping off of it. You know, you use all the lightweight. I like hiker gear, you know, backpacks and camp, um, sleeping bags and all that stuff. So I've been talking about doing this shit for three years. Obviously, I have like 14 bicycles. So I'm like, I got to designate one for my camping bike, my, you know, my bike packing bike. So I've got that designated. And I decided probably two weeks ago that it's a go. I'm doing it. It's finally fucking time. I, I, I'm the type of person who I like to, I like to internalize things. I like to, to think about them, if not obsess about them before I do them. And I've been thinking about mm-hmm. this for three years, so two weeks time. And I tell you what, my dining room at home looks like a, a shipping and receiving fucking unit, man. There's just Amazon boxes <laughs> uh, with tents and <laughs> tents and 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 bike packing like bags to set my bike up with, and and sleeping bags and cook stoves and all types of crazy fucking shit. I went down the road. Oh, we're losing basically that I'm getting into. I, I scouted out a route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got all robotic, and we lost you for a second. But yeah, we got you back now, sir. Oh, all right. So yeah, I, I stepped a foot to the left. So let me stay where. There I'm you at. go. Stay right there. It's perfect. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm, a buddy in my uh, of of mine and I scouted out a route, and it's 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 really it's it's like a 20 mile route it's not like i'm gonna go 700 miles i'm not you know going to spain and doing that whatever that huge walk or hike is they do out there you know maybe later but this is a 20 mile route but there's a, there's quite a bit of climbing you know it's a 20 mile round route or 20, 24 miles round trip so it's about 12 miles in 12 miles out and in that 12 miles there's a good shit probably 1800 to 2000 feet of climbing so it's, it's it's definitely yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of hills, um, but I found this remote campsite in a, in a in a it's not a campsite, but it's I'm gonna deem it a campsite because the state parks here you can have um, not state parks but the um, state forest lands have uh, what they call primitive camping. So if you're 150 feet off trail or off the nearest road, you can camp for as long. I think it's I think you can go ten days. Before you need really? a permit, so yeah, I can. We can. We can ride in. I'm only going to do an overnighter, just just to test the gear out, test things out, and see see how it goes. But uh, that's that's the new thing. That's what my OCD is getting into right now. Because when I get into the shit, I'm super obsessive compulsive. So that's what I'm obsessing about right now. <laughs> so alone, season eight, tenor. <laughs> now it's funny you say that because I'm the same way, and apparently it runs in the family. I didn't hear the story until uh, my dad passed away, but uh, uh, someone, one of the people that got up and talked, uh, got up, talked about him, talked about how when he was into something, he was into something all in. Um, mm-hmm. 
like uh, he, I guess apparently back in the seventies, there was a thing called uh, like slot car racing. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the uh, old slot cars, but apparently at one point it was a thing. You know, not just like the little tracks that you, that we had when we were kids with the you know little cars that go in the slots and you push the trigger thing and it goes around and around. These were like big boy versions of that. And apparently my dad went from finding out about it to owning a shop that sold the shit like over the course of like two, maybe three years. Oh, no shit, man. Yeah, yeah I, so, I, I drive yeah. I drive myself psychotic getting into stuff, man. When I was into jujitsu, I would stay up all hours of night and watch, you know, Marcelo Garcia videos and, you know, look at Jacare Salsa, you know, all his greatest freaking takedowns and submissions. And, and I would be sick. I would think about jujitsu all day long, you know, just in any situation too, street, gym, it didn't matter. I was always thinking about choking the shit out of somebody. That probably sounds bad coming from me, but I I say it in in the most appropriate manner with two people engaged into a combat situation. So I just let let me throw that disclaimer out before someone fucking calls me out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's funny. Uh, Yeah, no, I can understand it. I'm the same way. I suspect Ryan is is as well, considering his uh, um, workout routine. Uh, You the same way there, dude? Oh, absolutely. So, like, I've gone down deep holes as far as, like, workout stuff, supplementation. Like, I've been sitting up at 3 a.m. in the morning reading some, like, clinical paper about some random supplement. And I just find myself halfway through just, like, what the fuck am I doing? But then I can't stop. Yeah, clinical papers are the worst. Or if you if you say you got an injury and you read the like the the clinical analysis of like a labrum tear, and it's just so fucking awful, but you just can't stop. <laughs> yeah, we've all got a bit of crazy here. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Oh man, so I almost used up my very few topics I had. You got anything else, Ryan? Or are we just gonna spitball for the last fifteen minutes? Uh, no, we're just gonna shoot the shit, boys. Shoot the shit, oh, boys. Shooting the shit, boys. Uh, Goddamn, yeah. So um, let me hop over to the mighty Yahoo News, and we'll find something to talk about here right quick. That's, well, that's while always... you're doing that, Tenor, who you got in the uh, the big fights this weekend? Oh, yeah. You know what? Honestly, Ryan, since I've been off the OG or UGOG, I don't even know who's fighting. I, who, tell, break them. Why don't, why don't you... Um, Throw me the fights, and I'll give you my picks, if, if, if that's not fucking things up for the show. Oh, fucking sure. Let's go for it. Yeah, let's just, uh, we'll hit the main cards, because really that's all that matters anymore. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Give me just a second to get it pulled up. So, first fight of the main card, and oh, it's a barn burner. Amanda Rebus versus Paige Van Zandt. I don't know who Amanda Rebus is. I know who Paige Van Zant is. I think she's been taking too many naked pictures with her boyfriend in the kitchen with his face right in her ass. Um, so I'm going to go with the Rebus chick. <laughs> and I think we were that all on Rebus right. when we did yeah. our picks. So you're, you're right there. Uh, <laughs> second fight of the main card, Jessica Andrade versus Rose Namajunas. Ah... Uh, I happen to think, I know a lot of the OG, or the UG used to love Nami Yunus. I happen to think that she is mentally broken. I don't know if it was the McGregor fucking bus incident, um, but it seems like she mentally after that, something happened to her, something switched. I'm going with Andrade. It would have finished. See, it's interesting you say that because I just saw an article this morning, I think it was, where she said how confident, calm and confident she was of coming to this fight. And I think anytime you need to point out how calm and confident you are, you're not. Yeah, a lot of times, you know, that that can be a um, kind of be a uh, like a smoke show, you know, a smoke screen for people. I don't know. I, I haven't felt good about her in a very, very long time. I think mentally... You know, we all know, I mean, anybody that follows a sport knows she came from a rough place. You know, uh, Pat kind of took her in and became her mentor slash boyfriend. I, who am I to tell people they, you know, judge people and say they have mental problems? I don't fucking know. It just seems mentally she's not all there and hasn't been 
for a very long time. And, and that's not a diss. I mean, mental health is a huge, huge issue in, in society nowadays. So it's not me saying she's weak minded. I think she's got some issues, man. And I could be wrong. I don't know her like that. But as an outsider looking in, I'm just going to go ahead and say, I think, I think she's, she's not all there as far as being in the game. Um, well, you also have the fact that Jessica Andrade has more testosterone than Jay. <laughs> that's not a high bar, actually, but I get your point. It's, it's, that's not a high bar. She's got very round shoulders. She's got nice shoulder caps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, so, and uh, oh, great run. I was just going to give the next fight, so if you have a point, get it in right now, Jay. No, I was just going to make up some bullshit. Go ahead. All right, so next fight's the Bantamweight title fight. Uh, Piotr Yan versus Jose Aldo. I got Jan all day on that. Um, probably by a KO. Yeah, I think yeah, we all had Jan when we went yeah, over yeah. it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. We all we all had Jan, but we all kind of wanted to see Aldo pull it off, though. That that however you pronounce the first name, I always heard it Piotr Piotr. Um, that that dude is he's next level. And he's got that crazy. Is he Russian or what is he? Is he Uzbekistan? What is he? Is he a Stan or is he Russian? Ah, uh, that's a good. <laughs> I don't know. He's Russian. He's Russian. It doesn't matter whether you're Russian, whether you're from one of the stands. It doesn't fucking matter. They're different. And I've said it before. I think you guys know my my opinion on those guys. We're all humans, but they're a different breed of of human. You know, we're fucking pussies over here. We're pussified. We're you know, we're worried about shit that doesn't matter to anybody. Those guys are surviving. You know, uh, they just have a different mentality. And anytime you get somebody that's supremely skilled and couple that with a mentality from where they came from and how hard it is to live there, it, they're 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 hard to beat, man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's because as you guys have talked about before, a lot of the fight game is mental. It's what you can push through uh, to. And what you can endure both in training and in the actual match. And those guys have a mindset that doesn't allow them to even think about option that being an option to quit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I'm going him all day, probably stoppage in the second. Yeah. Next fight yeah, co main yeah. event. This one should be a fun one. Uh again for a title. We've got Alexander Volkanowski versus Max Holloway. Oh god. Damn, this is a rematch, right? Yep. Oh, dude. Um, damn, Volk looked so good the first time they fought. I didn't think it was as close as everybody thought it was. I mean, people are saying it, like, it could have been a robbery. I didn't think it was a robbery by any means. I think it was a clear-cut victory for that dude. Um, as much as I like Max, and he's a warrior, and I like his fighting style, and he's smooth, I'm going with Volk. I have to. What was the consensus with you guys? For the most part, the same, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I think I might have went Holloway because I kind of wanted him to win. But like the thing I worry about with Holloway, and it just may be him as a person, but he seems like he's getting slowly more and more punchy. Well, every, is it is it that, or is it is it more the recency bias of when that shit happened with him, where he was slurring his words and they pulled him from the was it the Nurmagomedov? He was gonna he was gonna fight there. Was it that one where he had that weird interview and then all of a sudden they pulled him? Yeah, it was that one. But just like listening to him from fight to fight, he seems to get, be getting like slightly more and more towards that kind of slurred space. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't like I said, I haven't been following the sport too closely. Um. But yeah, there was definitely something wrong with him um, that that time around, and it seems like with, with these fighters who, you know, they've been hit around, they've been hit around, they're fine, they're fine, they're fine, and it's not a slow decline. All of a sudden, you get that decline, and it fucking happens fast. And I don't, maybe he's in the middle of that. I'm not sure, but Volk looked really, really good that first fight. It's, I, I got to go with him, and he's. I know he – how old is he? He's, he was a rugby – a professional uh, rugby guy, right? So he's not a young guy just that exploded on the scene, correct? No, I don't think so. Yeah, I don't have his age handy, 
But yeah, I don't yeah, think so either. He's been a professional athlete for a long time. He's got some wear and tear, but probably not. I didn't play rugby. You did, Ryan. I know you guys don't wear uh, pads per se, but how, how common is, is concussions in rugby? Concussions, you're not going to get a lot because you're not going to do that full, like you're both sprinting head on into each other like you get with football. Right. It's more right. kind of wrapping up kind of tackles. Like you do have some collisions in it, but yeah, I wouldn't say like the head trauma is anywhere near as bad as football. More, like the rest of you gets beat up more, but shoulders, not the head. Shoulder separations, shoulder separations, like collarbone break, shit like that. Yeah, a lot of that where you'll kind of wrap up and end up on the ground with, you know, yeah. a 300-pound Samoan on top of you that runs a 4-3. Dude, I love it. The last time I had a 300-pound Samoan on top of me, it was fucking bliss. <laughs> <laughs> that that well, was, was very Charlie Sheenish. Was, was that not very Charlie Sheenish? After I said I was like, that sounded like fucking Charlie Sheen right there. <laughs> that sounds like something he might say. Yeah, he yeah. had winning in the end. Winning. Uh, so, uh, see, there you go. Final fight of the night, main event: Kamaro Usman versus Jorge Masvidal. Dude, as much as I want Mas to fucking win, <laughs> Usman is a fucking monster. He's a cardio machine. His stand-up isn't bad. His wrestling is amazing for MMA. Um, I don't see how Moss does this. I don't, you know, a lot of people say he's got a, I don't even know if he's got a puncher's chance, you know, and I, I, I'll eat, I'll eat crow. If, if, if Masvidal comes out and, and knocks that dude out, which he's capable of, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying he's not capable of it, but I just don't see it happen. I think Usman is too strong uh, on the ground, you know, wrestling. I think it's, 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 oh, you move to your right, dude. Um, I don't know, man. What did you guys? All right. How am I now? Am I good? There you go. Now you're bad. Better. You're so you bad. can't move. Yeah, you can't move. You got to stay right underneath that metal awning that's that's all broadcasting right. your signal to us. Right. <laughs> yeah, all uh, right. we pretty much so, said all right, the same thing. I'm going thing. Usman. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Masvidal on short notice, especially. This is a tough fight for 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 Masvidal with a full camp. On on. He short took it on six notice, days. Cutting whatever he's got to cut, twenty six pounds. Yeah, that's yeah, man. I, I, if he could do it, I would love for him to do it. My heart goes with Masvidal all day long, one hundred percent. My mind goes with Usman all day, one hundred percent. I right. did the same thing. I picked Masvidal just based on what I wanted to see happen. But yeah, on six days' notice, hell, he just got cleared from quarantine to leave his hotel room in Abu Dhabi today. So that leaves him what roughly you know twelve hours or so to to cut whatever he has left. Jesus, and he was eating pizza on the on the on the plane while he was flying in. Well, supposedly he only had one bite. They they stopped over in Italy, and he said, "Hey, I love pizza, and it's fucking Italy. Like I got to feed the team." So they got some pizza in Italy. Oh, Is okay, that not well, like the Masvidal uh -huh. thing to do right there? Just stop. We're stopping Italy. I got to have at least one bite of pizza, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the absolute peak Masvidal thing. Probably wearing a bathrobe while he did it. Right. Now, I did want to cover one more MMA thing before we got out of here, and it was probably I thought it was going to be the first story of the day for us. Uh, how about Platinum Mike Perry, guys? Oh God. Well, I'll, I'll give him he, one thing over Conor McGregor. At least when he, he punches a fat old man, he knocks him out. Oh, well, oh, you haven't heard about Oh, yeah, you've been out in the wilderness, oh, Tanner, without any uh, interactions with him. Yeah, yeah he got into a bar fight last night. Yeah, yeah, he got into a bar fight and, and oh, basically looked uh, looked like he... Uh, yeah, and he punched out the guy, that, you know, diabetes guy. <laughs> That's what the guy looked like, Will for Bremley or whatever his name is. Well, apparently, I think he punched somebody before that, and then when they got him out of the bar. Yeah, dude, knocked him out bad, too. That's why uh, That's why Ryan was making the joke, at least when he punches an old man, the old man gets fucking knocked out. Yeah, that was... Listen, and I prefer, the old time, I don't know about where you guys are, but the, but the old timers around here, when they talk about somebody with diabetes, they call it, the old timers, they call it the sugar. Say what happened to Ethel? Is she still oh, around? Sure. And, and then, you know, somebody go, no, the, the sugar got her. I fucking love it when somebody calls <laughs> fucking diabetes the sugar. <laughs> I think I've heard that before. I, I, that's funny as hell. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no, supposedly he he might have. Yeah, now supposedly he also might have punched his girlfriend. Uh, there's uh, conflicting reports on that, and as Ryan said, he might have punched somebody before the guy he got on camera as well. So it was oh, not a good night. And then night he just started Mike screaming Perry. the N word, like yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I I saw his twenty three and me, and he's like ten percent sub Saharan African. So he's fine with that. <laughs> we we all know that. No, he's no, that, tattoo. no, it's acceptable. No, that that means he gets to use ten percent of the word. He can go around saying "n," "n." You guys are a bunch of "n's." <laughs> That's all he gets. He doesn't get the whole word. He's not all black. Oh, very uh, nice. Yeah, but right, he I'm started. Getting, you know, I'm summoned, guys. I gotta go. I gotta cut cut you short. I'm sorry. I'm getting summoned. That's all right. Enjoy boss. the camping, brother. Yeah. All right. Love you. Peace. Uh, you guys, you have a good one, Tanner. Yeah, uh, to, on the chat box, we were talking about Mr. Platinum Mike Perry, uh, an MMA fighter who did really well in his last fight and got a lot of fans and just now just went ahead and fucked it all up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if he uh, if he doesn't have a job anymore pretty soon. I don't know. Well, it depends. Um, people talk about, oh, the UFC's got a code of conduct, but they kind of don't anymore because uh, I guess back in the day when they made the distinction that these people were independent contractors not uh you know workers for them you can't have a code of content for independent co contractors you can fire or hire them but you can't do stuff like discipline them because of their conduct well you can just not give them a fight anymore right, the right. Thing. But, and they and they have the ability to release people out of uh -huh. their contracts anyways right but i mean like you they people like oh they take disciplinary disciplinary action i'm like well they can either have them fight or they can have them not fight there's no in-between ground the ufc can't find them like a lot of other like leagues can and shit like that well yeah they can't find him but they can sure as fuck cut him right yeah and which is i don't know that's probably what's going to happen uh i've seen a couple people actually try to defend mike on this a little bit because they said that the old man came at him uh and I can't even, I don't even know if that's true or not. The old guy was moving toward him when the, whoever had the camera decided to shove it up their ass for half a second. Cause you know, then all, then all you go, then as the guy's swinging, uh, Mike's swinging on him, the camera goes sideways and you don't see shit anymore. So it's really hard to say what actually happened. Yeah. I think for the most part, like it looked like the old guy was trying to like calm him down along with the rest of that entire mob. Right. Yeah. Which clearly did not work at all. Uh, okay, yeah, that's that's that doesn't give him any excuse because some people said when they watched it, it seemed like the old man basically came up and tried to push him or something. And like, well, you should you shouldn't old, old hit old people, but once someone pushes you, well, you know, you do have the right to stop people from pushing you. Well, yes and no. Like you have some old guy trying to like get you away from like the issue because like that wasn't even where the issue started. Like right. that was after some shit already went down, but like you're trying to calm this guy down and getting a, him away from the entire situation. Like if you're a professional fighter, you have to fucking know better. Right. Clearly it was a error in judgment at the very least, uh, if not a criminal criminal act. And I guess the justice system will decide about that. Um, but yeah, it's a shame. The dude, had kind of made a fan out of me after his last fight because uh, of his hilarious interview. Uh, but before that, I wasn't really much of a fan of him because he seemed like an asshole. And now apparently I was right. He's an asshole. Well, this isn't like a new thing for him. Because like, uh, and he had an interview, I think, with Ariel before the his last fight. And he was like bragging about the time he beat up two bouncers. Oh, yeah. I think I heard something about that. Like, he is just a legit piece of shit. Exactly, Carl. He's a piece yeah. of shit. Perfect. We're in <laughs> yeah. agreement. Yeah. And I think we're also in agreement that it's probably about time to end the show. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for stopping in. We couldn't do the show without you. Uh, I want to thank my partner there, Big Dalton. Uh, I'd like to say to you guys, I am I believe that the chat box is going to go a little smoother from now. I, th I have pretty much everyone blocked that we need to block, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, Dalton, you got anything? Uh, yeah, a couple things. Uh, I think based on our, our prior call here, everybody should get ready and uh, they should prepare themselves to subscribe to Tenor's new YouTube channel where he'll make videos out in the wilderness, you know, fashioning thongs from roughage. <laughs> it's the Tenor Caveman Show. He's back to nature. 
he is totally going like full on fucking survivor man and it's going to be glorious it will be but other than that the only other thing i can think of is everyone that is still here and not banned fuck all (laughs) y'all you guys have a great night we'll see you tomorrow at six bye-bye Ha, ha, ha.